Domo! Welcome to the activity section of Duolingo Japanese. In this section, we will expand our ability to make a conversation more fun while describing our daily activities. In Japanese, of course. Ready to begin? If so, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on any future episodes in this series. Sit back, relax, and let's stir up our brains with all kinds of wondrous new knowledge. Starting with... The past is in the past. Hmm, yes. Although the past is in the past, what about the future? I think I'm getting confused. In order to talk about the things you do currently in the past, present, or the future, you're going to need to get familiar with a little bit of verb transformations. So let's focus on this now. In Japanese, stating a verb in the past tense is pretty simple. As we all know by now, when ending a statement with a verb, we use the must sentence ender to complete our statement. Politely, of course. Now, in order to transform this statement into the past tense, all we need to do is change must to mashita. Again, present tense is must, past tense is mashita. Got it? In order to demonstrate this without getting too complicated here, let's stick with one verb for today, as various verbs in Japanese tend to change their form depending on the sentence ender, which honestly just makes my brain hurt. So let's keep this simple so we can all grasp this concept by focusing on the verb hataraku, meaning to work, in what's known as its dictionary form. More on forms later. However, just take note that when using the verb hataraku with the formal sentence ender mas, the ku from hataraku changes to ki, such as hatarakimas, meaning to work. Now that you can state the present tense, when it comes to describing this verb in the past tense, such as to say I worked, all you need to do is replace must with the past tense version that we had just covered. Remember what that was? Don doko don doko don doko don. Yes, these are real taiko sticks. Hatarakimashita. There you go. As mentioned earlier, the past tense version of must is mashita. And as you can see, once you know how the verbs change using must, it's pretty simple. Now, there is one more way to talk about the past that I should mention. The negative version. So let's say maybe one day you chose not to work. To say I did not work, the phrase for this would be Hatarakimasen deshita. Masen, you may remember as the negative form of the sentence under mas, meaning to not do. However, to make this a past event, you would simply add deshita to end the phrase. Okay, it's time to move on from all these past and present tenses to explore an additional example that may just challenge you. Check this one out. Chisato hatarakimashita. Hmm, any ideas? This phrase translates to, I worked with Chisa. You remember Chisa, right? Hmm, ah. Uh... This example demonstrates a new and handy way of using the toe particle. In this sentence, the toe particle almost has the same meaning as with or and. How this works is simple. First, we state who we performed an action with, follow them with the toe particle, and then finish off with whatever action you did, which in this case was unfortunately work. So in translation we have chisa to, meaning with chisa or chisa and I, for example, followed by the action in the past tense meaning to work, hatarakimashita. Pretty cool way of using the to particle if you ask me. 
Now aside from the must sentence sender, the Duolingo tips section had also stated that past tense sentences ending with the des sentence sender would transform des into deshta, similar to mas to mashta. Now, with this in mind, I have a question. When using the des sentence sender for past tense, could I say sushi wa oishi deshta, meaning the sushi was tasty? Actually, no, sushi wa oishi deshta doesn't work. Uh, the correct sentence is sushi wa oishikatta desu. Oishi is adjective meaning to be tasty. Um, deshita is a proper sentence ender. However, the deshita always needs to have noun before the sentence ender. So if you just simply wanted to say it was sushi, sushi deshita is correct. So katta desu is a sentence ender to show the past for adjectives. Hmm, long. I found Japanese verbs are very unique in terms of how they change depending on what sentence enders come after. Honestly, it gives me a bit of a headache. I know that verbs are not an easy thing at first. They come in many forms and in many ways. So let's make things a little bit simpler now by looking at a simple yet very useful verb that might unlock a whole new level of understanding for you. And that would be suru, meaning to do. Take a look at the following example. Shigoto suru, meaning to do your job or to work. Shigoto is a noun in Japanese meaning work or job. And when we combine this noun with shigoto and suru, it now means to do whatever noun you have stated, essentially turning any noun into a verb. So rather than saying work by itself, we are now stating we do work by adding suru, the verb meaning to do. Now one thing to note here that may just shock you. Did you know that suru is really the less formal version of the must sentence ender? See what just happened there? I think I just taught you what you already knew, sneakily of course. In case you missed it, when a sentence ends with must, we all know by now that this means this sentence is stating an action or a verb. Same with suru, which literally means to be doing, just less formally of course. So I suggest sticking with must. How's that for a tip? Okay, so let's quickly continue where we had left off and review the transformations that occur when stating the verb shigoto, meaning to work, in all of its tenses, starting with the suru version. Shigoto suru, meaning to work. Now, let's change suru to shimasu to make this more polite and then we'll continue along. Shigoto shimasu. That's better. All right. So moving on to the past tense, we will need to change shimasu into shimashita, the past tense, which would translate to I worked. Now, for the negative version, our sentence ender would be shimasen, the negative version of mas, meaning to not do. And now this sentence translates, I am not working. Okay, last but not least, to state the past tense negative form, can you remember what to add here? You betcha, deshita. So now we have shimasen deshita, the negative version of the past tense of mas, meaning I did not work. Whew, that was a lot of transformations. I'm pretty tired and I also have some questions and some noises over there. How can hataraki and shigoto both mean to work? Uh, what's the difference? Hatarakimasu, shigoto shimasu, both of them mean same. They both mean to work. However, if you wanted to uh, dig in a little bit more, 
Hataratimasu means more like uh, uh, you work by you using your mind and body. So uh, when I hear hataratimasu, I would just kind of picture more like labor work or shigotoshimasu uh, as a polite version. Um, it kind of shows, I'm not sure, just to me, it feels like an office job or something that you would work at a desk. Now that we can state when we do things in terms of the past, present, and future, what about getting into the specific time at which we do things? Let's see how the particles ni and wa can be used to take care of this quest. Starting with ni. Getsuyobi ni shigoto e ikimasu, meaning I go to work on Monday. Time always comes first in a Japanese sentence, which in this case is getsuyobi, meaning Monday. The ni particle then marks the time Monday at which you do the following action. Shigoto e ikimasu to go to work. So in conclusion, Monday is the time I go to work. Now, when looking at this sentence, it might just help to think of the time stated before the ni particle as a whole separate section from the following portion that comes after stating the time of what you're doing. So with that said, you could simply swap out the going to work bit with I eat sushi, sushi wo tabemasu, resulting in a whole new translation of Getsuyobini sushi wo tabemasu. I will eat sushi on Monday. Hmm, I think I'm much more fond of this example. Now, I think it's time we look at the wa particle. Kaiobi wa isogashi desu. This means I'm busy on Tuesday or Tuesday is busy. As you can see, in this example, we have time, wa, busy, desu. Wait a minute, stop the example. Didn't I just say that the ni particle is used to mark a time, so why am I now using the wa particle? This particular example uses the classic grammar structure of a wa bi des, meaning a is b. In this case, Tuesday is busy. So we're not stating an action in this case, we're just simply stating what that time is, busy. But again, if you're still confused between using ni or wa to mark the time, let's ask Chisa and get her insights. Okay, so I'll just uh, give you some examples to explain. So first one, 月曜日 wa shigoto wo shimasu, 月曜日 ni shigoto shimasu. Both of them mean I work on Monday. However, by using a wa particle, it kind of means that you work on Monday, but you might not work on Tuesday or Wednesday. And 月曜日 ni shigoto shimasu just, just simply means you work on uh, Monday. That's all. Alright, here's one more for you. Now, in Duolingo, it says the ni particle can't mark time such as like tomorrow or yesterday. Uh, what's the deal here? I think you can actually use the ni particle after ashita or kino, just like depends on what kind of sentence you are talking. Ashita ni shimasu works fine. It means I'll do something tomorrow or I'll take tomorrow, something like that. However, why do Duolingo say ni particle shouldn't come after ashita kino? It's because like in a sentence, maybe Duolingo showed, um, you know, like tomorrow or yesterday was actually subject in a sentence. And again, like ni particle shouldn't come after subject, right? So in that like specific sentence, you can't use ni particle after. You don't actually 
actually have to memorize the our new particle shouldn't be after ashita or kino. Uh, particles I think are flexible, but just like they need to choose a place depends on what kind of sentence it is. Okay, I think it's about time that we can all safely say kyo wa benkyo shimashita, meaning today I studied. But no worries, we are nearly at the end of this quest for the day. However, there are still just a few very important and useful tips to go over. So now, let's continue by taking a look at how we can specify our schedules using the two new particles in this section, made and kara. Made meaning until, and kara meaning from. Pretty easy. Or is it? Let's now see how both of these particles can be put to use, starting with made. Shumatsu made isugashi desu. I am busy until the weekend. As I mentioned before, time comes first, which in this case is shumatsu, meaning weekend. And now, when we mark the stated time with the particle made, it now states the following action, which in this case is to be busy, will continue until that time. Now, check this out. Can you guess what happens if we swap made, meaning until, with kara, meaning from? Such as to say, shumatsu kara isugashi desu. Simply put, this phrase now means, I am busy from the weekend. Now those two new particles are actually pretty cool and very useful. So, did you know, however, that you can also combine them to double the awesomeness? Check this out. Kayobi kara doyobi made isugashi desu. I am busy from Tuesday until Saturday. In this phrase, we are essentially using these particles to set our in and out points of the action stated. Take a look. First we set our in point, kayobi, meaning Tuesday, marked with kara, now meaning from Tuesday. Now we mark our out point, doyobi, meaning Saturday, marked with made, now meaning until Saturday. And now that our time frame is settled, we can now follow it with the action that will take place within this frame of time, such as, again, isugashi desu, meaning busy. As an additional note here, you can always use this format to state a direct time, such as to say, ichiji kara sanji made isugashi desu, meaning I'm busy from 1 o'clock until 3 o'clock. Powerful stuff here. Now since we're on the subject of duration, here's one more essential phrase that you should be familiar with. This one will allow you to state an amount of time in hours. So let's build up to be able to say a phrase that means I work for 18 hours. First off, to state 18 hours in a duration of time, the phrase would be Juhachi Jikan. Some of you may remember that when Jikan follows a number, it translates to that number, in this case, juhachi for 18, into duration of hours. And once you have established the number of hours, all you have to do now is say the action that will continue for that stated duration. Something like, hatarakimashita, meaning, I work for 18 hours. Before moving on to the bonus tips from this section, I'll need to clarify a few details on this stuff with Chisa. So let's get her in here now. Alright, after understanding the basics of how kara and made work, can you add anything to this? 
I think one thing that I could uh, maybe cover is that kara and made describe not only the time frame but also a lot of different kinds of uh, ranges including space and or like sometimes even level of spiciness for food. Um, so for example if you were to say I walk from uh, school to home you would go gakkou kara ie made arukimasu. So I think you heard kara made. Yeah. So gakkou kara ie made arukimasu. Gakkou um, is school and kara and ie means house uh, or home and made. And arukimasu is to walk. So meaning I walk from school to home. Yeah. So it kind of shows the, the range of like where you walk. All right, if you have made it this far, you should know all that you need to in order to ace this section. And I salute your efforts. Good job. You are well on your way to talking about all your daily activities. However, if you're anything like me, you may have also been frustrated by the confusing new use of the to particle in this section, such as to wa. Yeah, I, I really don't get it. Uh, the toa particle I think has uh, a few different roles but the toa particle used in a duolingo sentence uh, was to emphasize a fact. So for example uh, the sentence kanojo to wa hanashimasen kind of means I don't especially speak to her. But however if you are to just translate it to English it exactly means I don't speak to her. But when you use to a particle, it emphasizes a lot. Arigato gozaimasu. Alright, that's enough studying for one day, I would say. What a section that was, right? Now, if you'd like more videos like this, and believe me, we have plenty more on the way, then be sure to subscribe to this channel, like this video, and as a friendly bonus, leave us a comment or question below, as we always love to hear from you or answer any further questions that you may have. The next video in this series will be covering the position section of Duolingo. We look forward to seeing you there. Arigato gozaimasu for watching this video and we look forward to seeing you in the next one.